Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Do you guys ever like bring it up the power hour or you just like start talking? No, we just go. It's like there's a lot of nuances involved in the show. It is very tough to explain them to someone who is not, but especially the power hour. It's like very tough to be like, well, at this exact moment you do this and then you do that for 50 different things. Well, actually, in yeah. this part, you kind of do this and then you do this. It's like, just do your thing, man. You know, whoever, whoever's filling them. Did, uh, did Glassman lead the show yesterday or did you? He did. He did lead the show. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, and I followed. And boy, and boy, did I follow. I think I, at one point I just go, yeah, sorry, I just hijacked this thing, but I got to I gotta go on this for a little bit. Like NBA MVP, I literally like interrupted the show just to be like, I'm going to go on this for a couple minutes. Bear with me. <laughs> like just because it was when Embiid got announced out in the first couple segments. Our pal Tyler Morales is standing by. His microphone has been tested, everybody. And I am pleased to announce that I think we're going to be good to bring Tyler onto the air. When we do that coming up later this hour, we'll get a little college hoops and a little golf. A little golf with our friend Tyler Morales, and then we'll give you our bets for tonight. Uh, it is my sincere hope and wish that we will get some NBA injury news before we go off the air coming up at 6.54 p.m. Eastern time. But uh, before that, let's continue our conversation about Super Bowl 58. And I thought the way we went to the end of the hour, Ken, last hour, was really interesting because I was saying that I, I like Kansas City in the game. Uh, I, I want my money on Patrick Mahomes. It's just e- going to be easier for me to sleep at night uh, if I bet, even if they lose. It's like, okay, well, I, if I lose, I go down with, with Patrick And, like, we bet Tampa in that Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The price was also dramatically different. KC was, like, three and a half in that game. I think uh, this sets up a little differently for me. So, right now, I have bet the Chiefs, and I like the Chiefs. But I said... Also, that I think Brock Purdy is going to play really well in this game. And I think Brock Purdy is pretty clutch. Uh, I think we've seen that the last couple weeks. I think that if there is a big play to be made that could win the Super Bowl for San Francisco, I feel like Brock Purdy like is more likely to make, not that he'll definitely make it, but that I would feel confident that he'd make it. Compare and contrast with Jimmy Garoppolo, who just would shrink at the biggest moments, most notably in Super Bowl 54 when he overshot Emmanuel Sanders on the play that could have potentially won the Super Bowl for the 49ers. Like, I, I think Purdy makes the plays that Jimmy G doesn't. Just like who gets the ball last almost is what could potentially decide this game. But Ken, I'd like for you to expand a little bit more on it. And if you did it in more detail yesterday, I apologize, but just so like I can hear it. Um, you 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 kind of have this idea that at the end of the game, the Niners are going to get the ball, either tied or trailing. And you think Brock Purdy is going to go down and lead the 49ers to a Lombardi trophy, uh, the sixth in franchise history. Yeah, or just that's that's that was the first pass. You know, look, I, I think any time you get a Super Bowl, even a day, if you don't, if you don't bet, you're just 
you know, you, you play it out in your head the first time, like, all right, what do I think is going to happen in this game? And you're going to, you know, whether this is correct or not, you're going to base it on uh, the game you just watched, especially if you did a Sunday night or the games that you've seen the teams play all year. And especially like the, the I, and I feel like I've used like the identity of the team a bunch for Super Bowl MVP, but I kind of mean that. I mean, last year's Super Bowl, like, you know, yeah, like two insane offenses entering the game. Uh, the Chiefs were the number one offense in DVOA going into the postseason last year, and the Eagles were like number one or number two at everything on both sides. So you you put those two offenses in the same game, and like, is it? And uh, the Eagles were the best first half and best second quarter team in NFL history. And so, is it surprising then that you had a lot of offense and you had the Eagles build a lead and you had the Chiefs come back? Like, is that surprising? And especially to anybody who followed the Eagles last year, Jonathan Gannon, Ben, but don't break, but like oftentimes give up like a lot of dumb plays like that happened in the second half. Like it's, you know, it's, it, it can play out so many different ways, but in a way it's like, well, it's going to kind of look like how it's looked like it's going to kind of look the same way. And the chiefs just don't play games. Like I feel like a lot of people think this game's going to play out. Like, I don't think this is going to be a big stat game. I definitely don't think it's going to be a big scoring game. Um, now it can get loose at the end. Any game can get into the twenties, just, you know, a couple of touchdowns at the end of the game. But even if it doesn't play out that way for 58 minutes or whatever, like the, the chiefs defense, you know, you side versus side for a second, like the chiefs defense is like remarkable and remarkably better than what the Niners have seen the last two weeks from the lions and from the Packers, like the, the chiefs are going to be able to do things that those teams were not able to do. And keep in mind, the Niners offense was incredibly clunky anyway, playing against those two defenses early in the game. So the idea that they're just going to be like smooth and efficient and excellent throughout seems unreasonable, especially in the second half of the game where the Chiefs defense has been one of the best we've ever seen in the second halves of these games. Um, so it's okay. Like, I, I don't think you get like last year's game. I don't think the Niners can do that. And I think the Chiefs defense is what prevents that from happening, even though the Niners offense is, is pretty prolific. Um, and then on the other side, like, yeah, it's Mahomes. But like that's again, this is where I'm like, do, like, do you watch the games? Like it's it's efficient. And against the Bills, who had a ton of backups. Yeah, there were explosive plays and he was able to hit stuff down the field. But there's been a lot of even last week, like the Miami game, I guess you have the weather but then you have all season and you go like, it's just not what this is. Like it's not just constant big play offense every game with weapons everywhere and like insane efficiency. It's actually like really inefficient at times and they lean on the run a lot sometimes. And, you know, we'll see if like Joe Tooney plays in the game. I think that's going to be a huge deal. Like maybe they do run the ball a lot because Detroit was so successful at doing it and control the clock and just like strangle the game like what they did against Baltimore. So I just, it doesn't have to play out that way. Like you could get in a way you could get the Buffalo game again or more because the weather will be different, obviously, where you just have this back and forth insanity, but neither team on average has kind of played like that. And I, I think what the chiefs defense represents for the Niners is like, um, like I think Purdy can do it. Also, like he did it against the Packers and he did it against the Lions. Like, okay, great. Here's Spags, who's like a Hall of Famer now as a coordinator. And like, can you do it against that? And I, uh, that's kind of where I go back and forth. I actually, I, I feel too confident that the Chiefs will be leading for most of the game and Purdy will have a chance at the end. And I don't, I don't know what happens when that happens. It's, I just, just the first time I, I think about the game, that's how I see it playing out. So, like, um, as far as like, uh, betting the first half or the second, what, whatever. Do you anticipate it being low scoring both, higher scoring in one? 
because kind of like listening to you talk about it, and I guess the way like I conceptualize the game, maybe it's a first half under, and I think the game, I think it's going to get loose at the end, and I think both quarterbacks are going to play really well at the end of the game. And I think we might, not that I think the game, like I like the Chiefs in the game. I have no thought, like concrete thought on the total yet. I lean over right now. Um, but I like Kansas City in the game. Do you have any thought on, hey, in the first half, I think it's going to be this. Second half, I think it's going to be this. I would say first half lower scoring, second half higher scoring would be my guess. And I know that kind of runs contrary to what a lot of Chiefs right. games have been. I, I think this one could be a little different with this offense on the other side. Sure. I, and that's, that's what makes it fun. Like there's, I think especially in the Niners case, just their opponents – don't tell you as much, I feel like, about what this game is going to be like in terms of how they're going to play it. They're just, it's just like the Lions were a good team and like the Packers got good at the end of the season. For It's just, this is just like totally different. And on the Chiefs side, I I do feel like I have a better idea. Um, they, they played like the best of the best, you know, to close the season here, basically. And the Ravens are the only other team with like a profile as dominant as the 49ers. So I think you do have some idea in like a huge game with really quality players. I mean, the Niners had as big a talent advantage as you can have in these playoff games. They got to host the games like it's just there's a difference when you can just feel like you can lean on the opponent and you play at home and you're supposed to win by a billion and what the chiefs have gone through. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we have a better idea of what the chiefs are going to be like in the game. So to your point, maybe like maybe things flip for people who haven't followed the chiefs like second half, fourth quarter unders in their games basically haven't lost. It feels very Eagles first half esque to be honest from last year, where just the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. And everyone's like, is it really going to happen again? And then it does. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. I guess, I guess that was Honestly, it. Honestly, I should probably reevaluate. Candidly, I should probably reevaluate the way I'm thinking about this because there's a lot of evidence that points to maybe like the opposite actually happening as to what I'm saying could happen in this game. It's just, well, it's interesting. You know, the if you if you want to kind of play devil's advocate to this trend, it would be like, all right, well, you know, the Chiefs play the Dolphins and it's negative fifty. Nothing about that game probably applies to this game, even if they were able to suffocate Tua in the Miami offense. Like, really, like, is that what we're using to evaluate this? And then they play the Bills. And to be fair to the Bills, like, they were able to run the ball really well. That game got to 51 and probably should have gotten way through that. You had the fumble from, from Michael Hardman. Like, that game was even looser than the final score would indicate. And then you have the Ravens game, and it's like, all right, but that's, like, on the road, hostile crowd. And they clearly went into that game – like, I'm sure they wanted to make Lamar one-dimensional. As we've had analysts point out, the Ravens made Lamar one-dimensional. And, it's like, insane. you can't – like, it's not – everything everyone has complained about on this show about the Baltimore offense, and it's all justified, and these are former players saying it. They're not wrong. Like, they're dead right. Just you're – like, Spags is awesome. I, I doubt you can – that's the whole point of San Francisco. There is no – take that guy away there is no well just make them do this like they don't you know shanahan told this great story one time about like he makes his offense run against stacked boxes this is exactly what schlereth was talking about by the way and i was almost going to interrupt but i why would i interrupt him he's awesome just like shanahan says this he literally goes like i want my team to practice running against like eight-man boxes and nine-man boxes and these huge defensive fronts because the defense isn't going to tell us that we can't do that if I want to do that. They have to learn, like, we have to learn how to do it anyway, which is exactly what Schlereth was talking about with, like, ra the Ravens and how they didn't do that. And, like, Shanahan does that. So just my point would just be, like, there isn't, there isn't some, oh, they'll just do that. 
or and even it's so simplistic on the other oh just take away travis kelsey like oh they'll just take away this guy yeah i'm sure the chiefs have never thought of that i'm sure every other opponent hasn't tried to do the same thing especially this season with them being so limited so um it's just that the niners will definitely present like a new challenge because like the chiefs have had kind of like the magic touch on defense everything just whatever they do it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense i get why they did that i don't know what that is in this game and definitely kind of brings more of a, a mystery angle into it for sure how great is football? Well, just, and how great is this game? Like I, people rag on the game cause it's not new and maybe people wanted Detroit. Everybody wanted, I wanted the Ravens. Not I even wanted better, Detroit. But... I wanted Detroit. Right. I will just go on record. Detroit's saying a better I story. Detroit. Baltimore's new and they're not Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Like I totally understand that. I, in a way, like the thing that makes this game so interesting is like that. I don't want to bet on it like with a ton of confidence of who I think is going to win and every other matchup, I would have been like, it's this team. And I'm like going to the bank on it. Like I just, you know, like that very confident. And it's like, we got the two that fit together the best where I don't know what's going to happen. So from a viewership standpoint, like me thinking, like I can't wait for the game because I really don't know what's going to happen. Like I have no idea who's going to win. And maybe that sounds silly because Mahomes is on one team, but like, this is the only matchup where I'd be that excited. Like, I, you know, Chiefs play the Lions, like how many days until the Chiefs win? And if the Ravens play the Niners in a rematch, honestly, like I think the Niners would have won. And I could have been wrong. Purdy got picked a bunch of times, but like I, I would have had a really confident opinion. And this is the one where you. it's like, I, this is the one where it's like, ah, like kind of like best on best a little bit in terms of how the conferences have played out this year. And you now I really don't know what happens in that situation. Water gun to your head. Pick the winner. Uh, I'll pick the Chiefs right now just because of something everyone's brought up, honestly, that was not unique to our show. And I said it a lot yesterday, just like the Niners defense. Can it can it be better? Uh, does it have to be better? Can the Chiefs offense, you know, we haven't seen the penalties and we haven't seen the drops at all in the playoff games. But like that doesn't mean they're gone. And that doesn't mean they're not. It's still MVS. It's still Justin Watson. It's still Clyde Edwards Alaire. It's still some of these ancillary players where you're like, yeah, like this is, this can still happen. Jawan Taylor is still the right tackle. You know, like it's all these things can come back at some point, especially against like the best of the best kind of competition. So, like, it, you know, the, the, the way the Chiefs lose is probably just like the things that haven't happened yet start happening again. And, you know, that's not Mahomes' fault, and he's got nothing to do with it. Hasn't happened yet in the playoffs. It's one of the reasons why they've been so good. I asked you this question. I'll give you some prop thoughts on the other side. Um, sure. I asked you this off air. Look, man, you make a a really strong case for the under in the game, right? Not that it's a lock or anything close to it. No. But you make a strong case for the under, right? Supported by a lot of stuff. I'm telling you that, like, I kind of think this is going to could be right. We'll see. Um, if you tease the Chiefs up to plus eight and under 53 and a half, uh, how do you think that bet loses? Well, it loses because the scoring gets loose late in the game, right? Like, I mean, it's these are as much as like I think the game might be clunky the first time I think about it, it doesn't have to be. The other, the other clunky angle here, and Eric alluded to it too, kicker props over, totally agree with that. Reed and Shanahan in a game like this. And like, I know Mahomes talked him into going for it on fourth down against the Niners last time, but like the fact that it took him talking into it, talking him into it tells you maybe kind of the demeanor of both coaches coming into the game. So I think that that can also lead to an under.
the Harry Butker overs I might be down with. I don't I don't know about Mad Eye Moody in the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> Coming up next, some prop thoughts on the Niners and the Chiefs, and we'll welcome our pal Tyler Morales to the show. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All our bets for tonight are coming up next segments. Hopefully we'll get some, uh, you know, some NBA injury news. We need it because there's a lot going on in the uh, in the association. But for now, let's continue to talk about Super Bowl 58. Uh, really interesting couple segments of conversation about the game. Uh, sounds like right now Ken leaning towards the under. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. And we'll kind of see how things play out over the course of the next couple of weeks. We'll be out in Vegas all week next week, obviously, to talk about the uh, hashtag the big game. Um, any other thoughts for you right now, Ken, on side or, and, or total? If not, I can give a couple early prop looks that I've got for the game. Yeah, and, you know, yesterday and today, I think, uh, you know, I've tried to just be kind of like stream of consciousness. Like, oh, here's some stuff I'm thinking about. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. Just to really emphasize this, like, I'm sure I will have a bet on the game, like side or total of the game in some way, whatever I decide to bet. Um, we'll definitely have props MVP we're bringing into the game anyway, and, and we'll do some more stuff with that. So there'll be a lot of bets, but yeah, like I, I am, I am not supremely confident in any aspect of the cider total right now. Uh, I think like I, I agree with this market more than I would agree with any of the other cross matches. And so then if that's true and it's man, like this is probably right. Or it's at least cl- even if you're like, well, well, Mahomes is a dog. Okay. Let's say he's minus one. Does that really change what you're going to bet in the game? Then like, it doesn't really matter. Like the teams are very close in terms of their, you know, overall rating, how you feel about them, whatever. They're at least really close. And I think the totals maybe a little too high, but at least close enough. Cause the, the game could get loose. Um, if that's the case, then all right, then maybe it's uh, maybe it's betting quarters and halves and second halves and i mean god like I, if i don't bet the second half under and then it hits i'm gonna feel like i'm the biggest loser in the world because everyone's gonna have that probably um mvp will be bringing into the game anyway maybe we'll bet some other stuff or get, give some other thoughts if you don't have what we have or what i have um so there's plenty of bets to make it's just the the raw side in total it's kind of like you know like i okay like the mahomes part of it sure also like i you know i I know they're favored. This is going to sound stupid. I think the Niners are like much better than people are giving them credit for because of the two games that we just watched. And, uh, and if I hadn't just seen those two defensive performances, I would have picked them in the game for sure. Like I did at the start of the playoffs when I had this matchup in the bracket that we did and I picked the Niners, but now like the defense just is now it's, I don't know if I can proceed with any confidence in the game. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really interesting. Um, do you think that over the course of the next you know, week plus here that the, uh, I'm not even talking about like the public. <laughs> Hashtag public. The yeah. public. Uh, do you think that amongst like sports betting content people, and I'm not even, this doesn't even have to be like, like compatriots of ours, but like, like the sorts of people that were all like telling you that like the Ravens are like the lock of locks. In the AFC. Or just that, like, How could... the fact that they're getting bet means they've won already and they've advanced to the Super Bowl, and now we just have to see it play out. Which was if, if you If you had to guess as to which side in the game will garner that sort of attention, like, is it Mahomes is an underdog, that's it? Or is it, well, everyone thinks that it's Mahomes as an underdog in the game, so where others zig, you must zag. Give me the Niners. 
No, it's the it's the first one, and it, I don't think you're gonna get that contrarian stuff. I, I think it's that. uh, and like, I'd like I don't, to because I, I like wanna, that side. I don't, I don't want to use this as the example because we like him a lot, but like, I think Big Cat's a great litmus test for how just people who watch football think about stuff. He's the everyman, right? I mean, like that's like he's awesome. He's super nice. He also sent me a bunch of coffee, and I love him. Just like what was he's so open with his emotions like you are and you guys said you were talking to each other about emo betting the game and like what was everyone's first thought i'm not gonna get burned again mahomes is an underdog again this time i'm not gonna let it happen i'm gonna i need to be on this because i haven't been on it and i've either been losing or i haven't been betting the games or whatever not this one i'm gonna make sure i'm on this one it's early that's all i've heard from anybody who's talked about the game so far I haven't seen one person there. Now there are people betting San Francisco anonymously for a lot of money. There are not, I don't, I haven't heard a cogent argument for San Francisco on a, a betting podcast, a betting show yet. I haven't heard it. And, uh, and I'll be curious if I start hearing it in the next couple of weeks and what that case looks like. I think there is a case to make, um, but it needs to involve like some, some, some damage control, I think on the Niners defense. And maybe the damage control is that the chiefs offense can be really clunky sometimes and punted five straight series against the Ravens and you can get them off the field and maybe you can turn Mahomes over, which they did when Robert Sala's unit did it a few years ago through two picks in the game. So there is a case for San Francisco for sure. Um, but so to answer your question, like what's quote unquote, everyone going to be on that's doing the talking at least. Um, I think they're going to all going to be on the chiefs. And I think it's just going to be that simple. Well, it is my, uh, it is my supreme hope then. And normally I don't hope this, but it's my supreme hope that we that everyone wins. Then <laughs> I really I hope that we why, all we why all couldn't win. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. I I do though. I do think Purdy is going to play really well in the game, which might complicate things. But we have, we have a lot of time to discuss this game. Let me give you a a couple early props that I'm eyeing here. I I think you'll agree with one of them, and it's even like a little early in the process. I'm only looking at our show sponsors, Ben MGM, right? So that's always what I'm going to cite. So even just like from you know. Uh, I'm looking before the show just for like, like we're going to talk. I know I'm going to talk about this. Like what's the number at right now? It's even, it's already gone up um, a yard from where it was a couple hours ago, which is not like, you know, like a seismic move, but it's like saying like a lot of people agree. And like, I talk you're not almost here. Um, the Travis Kelsey receiving yards prop in the game is now sitting at a very nice 69 and a half. No, it's higher than that. Uh, Other places. There's 70 and a half too. I was looking at it before the show. Yeah. Um, I like almost like don't care what the number is, and that does like if it was like ninety nine and a half. I actually, <laughs> still, actually <laughs> honestly at ninety nine and a half, I think I'd still bet the. I think I probably would still bet the over. But yeah, like once it, it, once it, I don't think we're out of range yet to, to consider this bet. It it is an adjustment from what we saw in the AFC Championship game. He's been lined in like the low to mid 60s throughout this playoff run. I've bet it all three times, which is like, yeah, I could say it's like a credit to me, but I, I, these bets could have lost. Goes over against Miami and then Buffalo and then just goes back to being, look like prime Travis Kelsey. You know, last week against Baltimore, 11, 11 catches on 11 targets. Like he played unbelievably. Look, it's possible he looks like like just old, not the Travis Kelsey of old, but old Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl. It's looked like it a bunch of times this year. I think I kind of have to go with, you know, my gut here and kind of what we've seen recently. And that's that um, when the games are biggest, uh, this guy plays at his best. 
I think he's the second best tight end of my lifetime, only behind the great Rob Gronkowski. Shout out to 69. Uh, I, I, I just like, yeah, I'm going to play the over again on Travis Kelsey. And that's an, it's an easy click of the button. And if I lose, I lose. So be it. Uh, any thoughts for you on Kelsey? He's, uh, he's, not scored really... a, he's scored a touchdown. Did he score against the Dolphins? So he scored, obviously, two against the Bills, and he scored— I don't, uh, I don't think he scored against Miami. I don't think I he scored against Miami. I'd have to go back and check. But so two against the Bills, scored against the Dolphins. Also, correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh, he scored in every Super Bowl that he's played in. Uh, Definitely scored in the two know. wins. I can go back and Did look. he score in the two I wins? I feel, I feel like yes. I should, I feel like I should know the Eagles, the like, that's for sure. And he had a huge game against Tampa, but they like won, they Tampa won anyway by a lot. Um, I think, yeah, at, at for, in my, in my brain at first, that sounded right when I said he scored in all three Super Bowls, whatever. Um, a big game player, whatever, whether he did or not. And, uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. What we're, what's going to get really interesting though. So like, uh, you know, where, do you, where does everybody think this props going? Maybe it just stays the same now that it's moved up a few yards. I think a lot of people are going to want the over, um, which makes me happy. We're not, this isn't like Cooper cup territory, but we're going to get like pretty close. Let's say it's like 75. Okay. It's, it's the same as the Cooper cup analysis. Only his number was like 98 or something. If he, if Kelsey goes over this, what happens? Yep. Like, okay. So like, do, yeah. And to be fair, like there's a really obvious counter to this, which is, well, he can go over and the Niners could win the game which is like what would happen against the Bucks when the Bucks blew out the Chiefs. He would have gone over this. So my, cause my point's going to be just play it out. Like, all right, if you like the over on Kelsey, what happens if he goes over the number? Well, if he goes over and the Chiefs win, we're getting pretty close to MVP territory. We're like 20 yards away, probably from when you would start thinking about it. I don't even know if he needs a hundred to win in a certain kind of game, 90, 95 and a touchdown and like 10 catches or eight catches, like gets you there. Okay. You're like, you were getting there like real fast where if you like the over, like he's 20 to one right now. And maybe again, this goes back to, well, I just think it would be Mahomes. And then you bet the over and then you don't, you don't consider what I'm saying. Just like, if you do like the over, I mean, you got to have a couple bucks on him to win it. If you like an over on a 70, you got to have at least a couple. This is how I feel about Pacheco, too. I like, I don't, Brett props, I love his over in this game. It's like 70 yards. Like, I, I think, like, I, I just look at what the Lions did, and I look at what the Chiefs, like, sneaky do, which is their offensive line makes huge holes that their running back goes through all the time, and, the, like, the Lions did to the 49ers. I think, and, like, an extra week off to heal from his injuries. Yep. I think he could have yep. just an absolute crusher game for them. And But it's like, okay, it's like 70, 71, whatever it is in the market right now. I mean, if he goes over that, and, like, look at the price to 100-plus yards, right? But three to one, two to one, whatever it's going to be in the alt market. I mean, God, he's, like, an impossible price. Wait, really, 100 yards wouldn't, especially for a running back, where you feel like he'll run more if they're winning in the game. Like, man... At least, I'm not saying don't bet it and bet MVP instead. Man, you got to at least have a couple bucks on MVP. If you like these overs on these guys, like we're, we start to get into yardage territory, you throw in a touchdown where like the MVP price is way more. And, uh, and I think that's pretty interesting too. I'll, you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. I'll give you one more prop thought for now. And obviously we'll we'll do tons of this as we lead up to the game when we're out in Vegas next week. And also just like on Kelsey last uh with the Niners, Laporta nine for ninety-seven in the NFC Championship game. So it's not like listen, the Niners have great linebackers, etc. It's not like they can't be beat by tight ends. So I'll I'll definitely yeah. be on Kelsey's over, and I've Kelsey, already backed you up on, on in the on first MVP Super Bowl. And again, like Warner, Greenlaw, Bosa, they were all on the field with Kelsey in like the in the last meeting. Kelsey drew like 
didn't make like a huge catch in the game, like a 40 yard catch, I don't think, but drew like a really important pass interference call in the end zone on like a 35 yard pass down the field against the safety for the Niners. So it's like, you know, like it's just because I think the counter is going to be like, well, Drake, Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner, like that's not going to happen. They're like, really? It's Travis Kelt. Like they're going to figure out a way to do it. I have, a, I have another fun question. Yeah, I know you have more props. I have one more fun Go question ahead. to ask you though about the game. Please. So in, in a lot of like in the Super Bowls, and in some of the bigger games, the Chiefs have always cooked up something, a formation, a play, a package that's unique that they have not shown in the regular season. So, in fact, and even a, a player catching a touchdown that we haven't seen. Sky Moore caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year. He had zero touchdowns in the regular season. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, like, even if it wasn't a crazy play, like the Tony play, which was uh, corn dog or whatever, like, okay, like the stuff you haven't seen before. And uh, against the Niners, the first time they played, it was a Rose Bowl parade. They all like spin in a circle, not the ring around the rosy thing, but they all like turn 360. And then it was like a, almost like a read option with Mahomes, I think. Um, and like Kittle's on the sideline and he literally goes, wow, that's a really cool play. <laughs> like as the play is going up. So like, you're, I, maybe we're going to get that. The Chiefs have been rolling out this like heavy package a lot, like multiple tight ends, like kind of like jumbo stuff. Like if it's out of that, like, is like an offensive lineman going to catch a touchdown? Is the third string tight? Is like Gray going to touch catch a touchdown in the game? Like what's like they run this all the time. This is like their bread and butter now. Like they go with this like heavy package. It's like pretty crazy with a bunch of tight ends. Maybe that's like where the crazy thing comes from. Uh, Noah Gray was the first name that came to mind. And I yeah. think if like, let's say you want to get away from Gray. And like the question is obviously like it could go to Pacheco or Kelsey or like Rasheed Rice, but that's not like the point. Right. It's like trying to identify who like that. The, well, the, Tony the player and at the... Sky Moore. Tony and Sky so, Moore. And like it, they were running crazy stuff against. They were running. They ran read option with Mahomes against the Niners like eight times. Like read option where he ran the ball. Like they ran that. So like everything's possible here. So then... Like, remember, like, we liked, I liked Tony in the game last year. Ben is receiving yeah. uh, his, like, combined yards Very over, which stolen. did not hit. But, 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 but the touchdown, and it did hit. Uh, he did score. Um, it feels like Sky Moore has become, and we'll see about Moore's availability for the game. Persona non grata. Tony, you would, I mean, like, he was inactive for the, in a, for the AFC <laughs> Championship game. And they said it was, like, personal slash injury because his daughter had just been yeah. born, his first child. And then he, like, went on Instagram and said, like. It slammed the team, right, or something? I, I don't, I don't, is it. You, you won't know the answer to this question. No, I sure won't. Is it? Yeah. Do you know what I'm about to ask or no? No, but I know it's going to be something like <laughs> cultural. That's like I'm, is I'm it, old and out of touch. Yeah. When someone's lying, is it cap or no cap? I think cap is lying and no cap is like. Okay. So yeah. I think Kadarius yeah, no, Tony no said like, oh. Like, no cap and like I'm keeping hurt? it 100 feel to me like the same thing. Oh, got thing. it. Because yeah. I think Kadarius Tony said like, I'm hurt. That's cap. <laughs> thank you so thank look, you for bringing this to our attention <laughs> so so just my answer would be tony because he's the guy that like pro he's the best at this yeah is he gonna be active in the game but they're not running those packages either i'm saying like it's gonna be some like some big ass white guy it's gonna catch a touchdown in the game i just don't know which one <laughs> uh, uh is it yeah. like is it the super freak oh maybe I don't know. Like, I, it's, who are the tight ends on the roster? So it's Kelsey Gray and... Uh, and, like, Blake well, Bell, maybe? Receiver, right? Yeah, it's Blake Bell, really? I, 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 I don't Bell know if that's right. Bring him in the Super Bowl? The Super Bell? So, mm. Also, also, 
you know, use check had a big game for his standards in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah. It's like if it gets it if it gets wild if it gets wild for the Niners, one of my friends bet like a lot of money on Ustrek to score multiple touchdowns already in the Super Bowl. Shout out to my buddy Pat. On the other side, a couple more prop thoughts for the big game, and we'll give you all our bets for tonight. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet. Presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we've got some uh, some thank yous to go out, and then we'll wrap up the show with some more prop thoughts early on for Super Bowl 58. We'll get some bets from Tyler for tonight in College Hoops, maybe some golf thoughts as well, and then Ken and I will uh, we'll roll through tonight's slate in the NBA and the NHL where there's two games in hockey. I was really, I was... Yeah, I mean, I, so here's, here's my bets of steal for tonight. Dead air, right? Yeah, here's your bets for uh, I, so I had what I thought was going <laughs> to be a really fun angle. My, <laughs> my, my bets are flatulence. <laughs> I had what I thought was a fun angle. Like, I thought Philip Grubauer was playing tonight for the Kraken for the first time since the beginning of December. Like, what happened? So the, the Honda is starting for Seattle, Decord? Yeah. Got a lot of That's miles on recently, too. <laughs> I, like, I was... I was going to bet Sharks first period, thinking that Grubauer yeah. might be rusty after like two months That's off. That's a fun like, one. Plus, yeah, that's what rusty I'm goalie derivative, large yeah, like, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is, it's also it's not like you know it's you know Dominic Hasek, you know patrolling the crease after a couple months off. Here's Phil Grubauer. Um, yeah, so I was gonna do that, and now like I can't because the Honda's gonna be in that. So guess what? I'm betting for hockey tonight. Um, hold on one second. Ready? <laughs> this is like- like channeling Terrence and Philip from South Park. <laughs> I, I got it. I, yeah. I still. You're betting I, on I, hockey, Nick Costos. <laughs> I, I I don't know how old I'll be when I stop thinking yeah. like fart jokes are funny. Probably never. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so hopefully we'll get some NBA news to bet the NBA for tonight because like there's injury yeah. stuff hanging over like basically every game. Uh, okay, but we'll get to Tyler in a second. The, the other, I'm gonna laugh the other about Terrence and Philip for the next twelve minutes. Like I, I can't help it. I just every time I start that, just like, hey Terrence, what did Joey Decord say to Mackenzie Blackwood? Joe, Joey Decord and Mackenzie Blackwood, it's like actual real humans I don't know, that play in the National Hockey League. Uh, my other problem, I, was, I don't even want to do the props anymore now. Just <laughs> laughing and fart stuff. Um, okay, the other prop thought, if I can channel my inner land storm, if I can be serious for a moment, I'll try. Uh, this one is like the Kelsey one. I guess just, hey, man, it's a first ballot Hall of Fame tight end, and I think he's going to play really well in a big game. Great, easy. This one's a little more narrative and I think because I do a lot of hashtag content, I feel like this one might be like my content bet. Like I will bet this with my own money, but I feel like it's a great bet for content because I really, I think it's basically like flip a coin and I think it can go either way. I think the bet's going to hit. Like I think this bet is going to win. Um, The bet is Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards in the game. The narrative that I will spin to support this. And again, like I think I'm right. I'm going to bet on this. It's not like I'm trying to like lead people to like to lose. Like I I bet all the stuff that I talk about on the show. So I will bet Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. My thought is there are a couple of runs 
at the end of the NFC Championship game. Most notably, like, the 25-plus-yard scramble at the end, where I'm watching the game and I'm like, wow, like Vince Vaughn and Swingers kind of to John Favreau, my baby boy's all grown stuff. Like, Brock Purdy in this moment is all grown stuff. It was almost as if he kind of, like, thought to himself, and I, I'm not in his head to know if this is true or not, but almost, like, the way he looked when he got up after some of these runs was, wow, like, I, I kind of, like, didn't know, like, I could do that in a spot like this? Like, how did this happen? Like, how did I just find myself here? Like, I blacked out, and here I am 20 yards down the field, and the crowd's going insane, and we're going to the Super Bowl. Just my, just the thought is I think Purdy, he's a kid, he's really young, uh, I think he's going to take that experience into this game. And I think there will be a couple moments in this game where Brock Purdy will have the opportunity to take off with his legs, where the Chiefs are rushing the passer, pocket collapsing, and I think Purdy's going to break off. Like, a, I'm not, I don't know if he's going to rush for 100 yards. He could rush for 15 yards and still go over. Maybe he rushes for 50 like he did in the NFC Championship game. I think that he will have one rush in and of itself that is longer than 12 and a half yards in this game, 13 yards or more. So uh, oh, that's the other too. prop that I'll be on. Maybe that's yeah. too bad for you then. Let me see. Let so me what if, what if, I, right what if I told you? Was it 30 for 30? Uh, what if I told you that Brock Purdy over rushing yards is the most popular prop bet over right now? No, but like really, because like I, I swear on my father's grave it's, that I, if that's one. true, that I did not know that. That's yeah, that sucks. One. Why? This stuff wins sometimes. No, but no, I just like because no, I thought get, I thought this was like us. I thought this was like my angle. I did not think like people would be on this. I mean that's it's like it's like this. It's like this Kelsey. There's like one other one that's really popular that I've seen. Um, yeah, just the stuff that you would expect because it's uh, oh, it's recency. Man. And the, but the thing about the playoffs is recency, like the last couple of games might tell you more about this game than the regular season games. Like look at the, look at the Chiefs, like what, week 16, that telling you a whole lot about this one? Or is last week telling you a lot about this one? So it's, it's not even wrong. It's just how people think and how they bet, but it's not, it doesn't have to lose. Like it's not. Yeah, oh, well, I should, but this was going to be like, you know? this was going to be like my content bet though. That like not everyone was going to be on. I was going to give out Brock Purdy over rushing yards. Content, I, <laughs> oh, I got to come up <laughs> with another gonna, one gonna then. Set up. Got to find a new content, but what's your, what's your anytime else. touchdown going to be? Is it going to be that Chiefs thing I that I brought up in the last segment? Like the crazy I, so like, Chiefs? No, yeah. But did you, did you, by the, at the end of the, uh, the NFC title game that I gave out Anthony Ferkser anytime touchdown? Oh, I thought and about t- you. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's 18 Watch to 1. Watch step, Anthony. Jeez, yeah. And also, if he scores that touchdown, the Lions keep the third time out. Yeah. There's a little uh, butterfly effect. That's tough. It's not what you want. Um, Everyone's going to bet use check. So so everyone knows about the use check. Does he play a lot now or catch the ball? I don't even know the answer to this. He he, he, uh, was involved in in this last game against the Lions. What did he do? Why don't I remember? I don't remember. But he did something. Okay. So so did everybody. The, uh, <laughs> he's uh he's ten to one. The getting pressure thing too, by the way. Do you do you like what's how big a deal do you think it is that like a who's out for the season and like he would have been rushing against like Trent Williams, <laughs> which like probably he wouldn't was, have won anyway. But yeah, he was he was great in the AFC title game. I just like 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 Lawrence Taylor didn't like lose an eyeball. Yeah. They uh, are they going to get pressure on Purdy? Yeah, I think Spags will cook some stuff up, whether it's with like with multiple with a, with a, with a blitz or with Wouldn't run four. Carl is really good. 
Like Chris Jones yeah. is awesome. Yeah, they'll get pressure. I don't think they're going to like – it's going to figure out 85 Bears them like the Bears did to the Patriots. But, yeah, I think well, they'll you, you brought up their passing yards. You were like, well, he, or rushing yards. Like, well, he's going to get flushed from the pocket. He's going to do whatever. Like, is he? Like, is that the goal? I don't know if that's the goal. Or is the goal like – I'm going to talk like a defensive coordinator. Like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. That's like, okay. I just, we all every game can be different. They have a, they have a, I mean, they have designated spy for Josh Allen, designated spy for Lamar Jackson, despite his efforts Sunday. I doubt there will be a spy in place for Brock Purdy. Probably be a different approach would be my guess. Um, like sell out more to stop McCaffrey, whatever it is. Uh, middle of the field. I don't know. The Niners have 75 weapons. What, uh, yes. what else you got? Anything else prop wise here in a minute? And that's those are the ones that like the two that I was eyeing early on in the process, which apparently it's like everyone loves it, which is like the Kelsey I knew everyone was gonna like that, of course. I I'll legitimately thought too. I I legitimately yeah. thought I was like I was gonna be on like Brock Purdy rushing yards island. And uh, I was wrong. The funny thing apparently. is like I, I don't even like Kelsey's over. I like the I don't I don't I'm not betting people be like, Oh, you must like his like sixty eight and a half and you like him to be MVP. No, like that's not the point. I have no idea if he's going over this number, but I think if he gets close to a hundred, he's getting MVP. And that's like where the disagreement takes place. Where like, I I think he's way in the conversation where some people may, might feel like he's a very small part of the conversation, even if he has the type of game that he had on Sunday. Uh, Purdy longest rush at Ben MGM is eight and a half. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll pivot, what's it, pivot my what's ass over yards? there. What's the total? Yards? 12 and a half. Whew. Is that usually how that's done? I don't really bet. I don't bet quarterback stuff a lot. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to find out. Like, I mean, goes over one. He's basically going over the other with a very small margin for error, like a small window to do neither. Yeah. Uh, Our friends, our friends, our friend Tyler Morales is with us. Hello, Tyler. Hello, guys. Tyler, what if I told you that if Kadarius Tony is active in the Super Bowl, that I will bet him to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Well, you're both phonies because that's not going to happen. Thanks. No, noted. Uh, yeah, so. Tyler will give us some college hoops bets for tonight in a moment. And we'll give you our bets for tonight coming up in a moment. But first, it's time for our friend Jake the Snake. Jake, kindly please drop the dope ass beat. BetMGM is our show sponsor. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, and you got to make sure you download the BetMGM app. You've got to make sure you visit BetMGM.com so you can place your bets on the big game. You get BetMGM rewards points when you do that. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Alex, we need to be quicker on the draw here, please. I'm drowning out here by myself. Uh, all right, bets for tonight. Tyler Morales. Tyler, what do we got for college hoops tonight? All right, I got two bets. Indiana minus one and a half against Iowa. Uh, Big Ten home teams just continue to do well. It's been like that for a few years now. And home court is so valuable in this league. And Assembly Hall is a tough place to play. So let's go Indiana minus one and a half. And here we go again. Jerome Tang, Kansas State are home. Under possession in the Octagon of Doom. Jerome Tang, 12 and one in conference play at home. And they're 10 and one in conference play this year again. They just don't lose there. So we're going to take them minus two and a half against Oklahoma. So Kansas State minus two and a half. And I, Indiana minus one and a half. I think I'm. I think I may come out of retirement tonight. College basketball oh, no. retirement. For the Kansas Octagon State. of Doom. <laughs> to the Octagon of Doom. Can Jerome we bet? Tang can we the bet the game? Of Doom. No, it's like a can we bet them to go to over, like the game to go to overtime? Does like every K State game go to overtime? Maybe I'll, I'll look into that. Jerome Tang is ten and zero in overtime. He's ten and zero in overtime. Jerome Tang, the king of overtime. Ken, what do you what do you got for tonight in hockey and basketball? Hockey, I'm good. NBA. Yeah, me too. 
it's like the the movable force versus the resistible object. Uh, the Lakers are like one of the worst road teams you could possibly imagine. They lost by about 900 last night. The Hawks are the worst at everything. LeBron's going to play, so the market has adjusted a little bit. Hawks five and a half, six. I'll take the Lakers. I just trash against trash, and I get six with one of the trashes. Like, I just, you know, I, I, think, I think the Lakers are probably pretty good at that number. We'll see. I could be wrong, but uh, playing against the Hawks at a big price with, like, a team that just got smoked and LeBron's playing seems like a pretty good idea. I'll take the Lakers plus the points also. And I'll also, OG Ananobi's out tonight for the Knicks. Uh, Knicks second half of a back-to-back. Uh, the total is 231.5 in the Knicks-Jazz game. I'll play the over with Ananobi out tonight. A little Knicks-Jazz over for tonight at Madison Square Garden. Ken, enjoy being back today. Have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow on a wonderful football Wednesday. Sounds good. Uh, go Lakers. I don't usually say that very often. Uh, ben MGM tonight coming up after us. Until we meet again, dear listener and dear viewer, tomorrow, I'm Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.